this week's episode, we're going to talk about signs of a cheater. Ooh, that sounds interesting. So let's dig into it. Okay, let's just dive right in. So, according to psychologytoday.com, these are some of the signs of a cheater. The person would change their schedule, change their appearance. They would either become hostile towards you or ignore you, will lock their devices and not give you access to it, or spend too, many, too much time on their devices. Um, these are just a few of the signs that they discussed in that article. But I'm going to tell you some personal experience that I experienced with someone that cheated on me. I will never forget this. This was a long-standing relationship that I had with someone. And, um, and I'm not going to drop any names. This person started becoming hostile towards me and started uh, to not have any respect for me every day. Meaning when I would come home from working Uh, eight hour shift job and sometimes working 12 hours if I did a little extra work trying to catch up or worked in my part-time job um he had become very distanced from me and become very hostile towards me I would come home I didn't want to I didn't feel like cooking half of the time and I made a lot of money back then and I could afford to buy food because he refused to cook when he got home he would get home about two three hours before me And he would refuse to cook. He would take off his shoes, relax, and do whatever he was doing, making phone calls, chatting with people, whatever. But he refused to cook. And I told him, I'm driving an hour away to get to work and get back home. And I'm working an eight-hour shift or sometimes eight hours plus my part-time job. I need help. I need you to help me. I need you to pick up things here in the house. The house is a mess. I need you to help me with cooking meals. You know, I'm coming longer distance than you, and I can't do it by myself. He did not want to hear that. Um, He not only started talking hateful to me and treating me, you know, keeping me at a distance, he also started hanging out all night on the weekends. A couple times, uh, he didn't even come home. Like, he would leave on a Friday, and I wouldn't see him until Sunday night when it was time for him to go back, get ready to go back to work the next day. And I confronted him and I told him, I said, are you cheating on me? And of course his answer was, no, I'm not cheating on you. Now, I'm not trying to say I'm a clingy type person. And I think that people should have their time to themselves. But this is the thing. If I'm working all day, you're working all day. Only time you see me is late in the evenings. And then you choose violence when I get home by arguing and and actually wanting to fight me in some occasions. Um, (laughs) what time are we spending on this relationship? What time are we spending together to be together as a couple? That it made no sense. It made no sense to me. So, uh, time went on and, um, I just went into this deep depression where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live life, do what I got to do, keep it moving. You know, I got this, we got this house we got this got bills we got a car got things we got to take care of you know I can't be having a meltdown knowing I can't do all this stuff with myself so weeks passed by and (laughs) I'll never forget it um one of the females actually confronted me about 
him, saying that he was buying her things and that she um, she had been sleeping with him and that he is no longer my man, he's hers. I mean, the woman came at me real hostile and crazy. And I confronted him about it. And again, he just did not want to admit it. So finally, I got tired of it. I got tired of it and I walked away from that relationship and I never looked back. That was one of the hardest things I ever could do. That was just so devastating to me at that moment that I had to walk away from that relationship and pack everything I could fit in my car and move out. I left I left a ton of my own personal property behind. He kept it hostage for two years. That's a whole nother episode <laughs> to talk about. Um, but I didn't get my stuff until like two years later. He destroyed my stuff. It was just so crazy. But when I look back on who I was back then with him, I tell people I was dead inside. And people will be like, why, why would you say you were dead inside? That's, that's very drastic. That's dramatic. I said, no, it's not. That's the way I felt. I felt dead inside. I felt empty when I was with him. He did not respect me. He didn't love me. He didn't show anything, any kind of affection towards me. And I just felt dead inside. And I remember coming across a person that I said this to who asked me a similar question. Um, why would you say that about yourself? And also, why would you say um, you weren't happy because of this and that and other? I never forget the person taught me that I have to learn to love myself first before I can love anybody else. And when that came up, it hit me deep. I was like, wow, this is so true. (laughs) I didn't love myself enough. If I loved myself enough, when the first red flag hit of the signs of him cheating, I would have left. But to rewind a little bit about that, I ended up staying in this relationship for 10 plus years and it was damaging to me, damaging. I did not love myself. I had thought about suicide many of times. Um, I got so depressed that I, my eating habits were horrible. I gained a ton of weight, didn't even look like myself. I didn't care about my hair. I would keep it back. I didn't care if it messed it up or nothing. I didn't care to dress up. I was slowly, slowly lagging at work. It was affecting me everywhere. Walking away from that damaging relationship was the best decision I ever made in my life. Now, did it mean that I would never get a, come across another person that was going to be toxic or damage my life? No. Unfortunately, I ended up in another relationship with someone that was just as damaging (laughs) but they didn't they didn't physically cheat on me like the first one the last one did they emotionally cheated on me and how they emotionally cheated on me well they had me believe that they were ready to be in a committed relationship with me and so we decided to move in together and boy was that a mistake (laughs) The next person that I um, actually got involved with was emotionally cheating on me. He was seeking advice and support from his ex-wife. 
Yes, you heard me right. His (laughs) ex-wife. Who they have been divorced for like three years back then when we were dating. And I never forget, she asked him um, the question about whether or not, I think I mentioned it before in another podcast, um, that she wanted to know if we were going to have kids, if we were going to be getting married. Um, And she even asked him, I didn't mention this, she even asked him, you know, how was um, our relationship, whether or not we were sexual or not. And actually, we weren't. Um, We were not sexual at all. Um, he had some issues and I'm not going to drop any names because I don't want to be sued, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, he had some sexual issues. Uh, so intimacy with us was not there and I'm thankful for that because had I been more intimate with him, I could have ended up pregnant. I could have ended up with anything who knows STD. You have to be careful. You have to be careful when you're when you're dating someone who emotionally abuses you. Cheaters, cheaters out there that can just emotionally damage you, they don't care. When I was telling him how he was treating me and how I did not like the fact he was still in contact with his ex-wife talking about our relationship, he immediately got upset. He immediately got upset and defensive and told me that just because I didn't get along with one of my exes don't mean that I, that he can't because they're adults and they know how to get along and how to behave. And I, whoa, when he said that to me, I had to take a step back and I used some words that wasn't pretty. I will admit that. (laughs) And I was like, excuse me, like, who are you talking to like this? I know you're not talking to me because you're the one clearly with the issue. I didn't express to you my feelings and how I feel, feel about you talking to your ex-wife about us. And that's not the only thing. I don't want you all to think that I'm petty and that that's all he did. He also was, he had a spending habit. He was spending his money on stupid stuff. And had what I had found out, he moved me in with him because he was not able to make his rent and couldn't pay all his bills. So the the deal was, it, I was supposed to move in. We were supposed to move in together to help each other out, but not like me taking care of all the daggone bills while he spent his money on stupid stuff. And he wasn't even taking me out when we first met. Oh God, let me tell y'all. When I first met this last dude before I got married to my husband, I'm with now. This dude, I'm not gonna lie to you, he had me fooled completely. He had me thinking that he was going to be committed to this relationship and that he, and I expressed to him what I wanted. He asked all the right questions and then we get in, he's whining and dining me and then boom, all of a sudden everything dies once I move into the house. I moved in with him and I started seeing all the red flags, all the red, red flags of an emotional cheater, emotional cheater. An emotional cheater does not have time for you. They cannot share themselves with most, they can share themselves, excuse me, but they cannot, they can only give themselves to one person. You can be on the phone with five different women or five different men and you're chatting different things, whatever. But you, but for me personally, I feel like that person cannot commit themselves but to one person. So the person that he was committed to was his ex-wife. It definitely was not me. That woman could call at two in the morning and I swear to you that man will drop everything he's doing and he will answer that phone. She can call and anything. If she told him to come down where she was living, where she lives at right now, he would drop everything and go straight to her. 
And believe it or not, we broke up, of course, obviously, because I'm married now. And he actually told me that he is now living in the same state with her again and living like maybe 30 or less minutes from her now. That's how committed he is to her. And she's got a whole nother boyfriend, like a whole life (laughs) separate from him. And he still could not give her up. So again, you know, agree with me or not, to me, that's a sign of an emotional cheater. Um, He was not ready to commit to me. He was not ready. Uh, I just wanted to also let you all know this. If you're in a relationship that you don't feel like you are being taken care of, meaning you're not being supported emotionally um, or you're not being supported physically, meaning not just sexual, I mean like someone picking up around the home if y'all live together or if, you know, he's not showing you um, different signs of wanting to definitely be in the relationship if you got a question, some if you have these questions or, or thoughts pop in your head, that you're second guessing different things, go with your intuition, please, because it could save you a long, long, long road of heartache. It could save you time from wasting time on someone who does not want to commit. We can never change a person. A person has to want to change themselves. So. With that being said, know this, you are special, you are important, and you are someone that is worthy of love. Learn to love yourself first before you can give it out to someone else, okay? I know I've said this in the last podcast, but I'm telling you, I'm still working on it now, even to this day. I'm slowly still working on loving myself even more. I have to. My husband now constantly tells me, you have to love yourself in order to give love back. And he is so right. You have to. You have to. I can go on and on about other stories I've had with (laughs) previous relationships. But honestly, living with a cheater is not satisfying. Don't make the excuse, oh, we have children, I have to stay in this abusive relationship. No, you don't. Maybe, you know what? I shouldn't say that because I don't know your situation. But I know for me, I left that first, that last one before this, um, the, yeah, the man I had a relationship with before I got married. I left that first story person I told you about years ago. And he made me felt like he was the only thing in the world that, that could, the only person in the world that could be with me. And that's not true. There is someone out there for everyone. If the relationship doesn't work, I'm not telling you go out here and date a whole bunch of people until you find this fit. (laughs) But if you do, that's up to you. That's your business. But what I'm saying is this. Love yourself. Heal first before you jump into another relationship. Or if you're seeing red flags in the relationship you're in now, seek help from a therapist or seek guidance from a spiritual advisor. You know, whoever you or a brother or sister, whoever you can lean on. Seek help. Let somebody know what's going on. Get a second opinion, you know, but I'm going to have to warn you on that too. My grandmother always says, said this back in the day when she was alive. Don't tell everybody your business because if you decide to take that person back after they've been cheated on you or do whatever, 
then everybody's going to be looking at you like you're crazy because you've been complaining and fussing about what the person's doing wrong, but you're not making the moves to make things better for your situation. So uh, what I'm trying to say is this. You make your own decision on what you want to do. But if this relationship you're in with this person is so painful and so demanding, let it go. Let it go. I promise you, you're going to you're going to receive much, much more than what you think you're losing. I promise you. I stepped out on faith and walked out of that long-term relationship and I got back on my feet. I got into another relationship that wasn't healthy at all either and I got back on my feet. I promise you this, that for me, for me, I can honestly say that I have left out toxic relationships, left out of them, and have bounced back on my feet. Is it easy? Hell no. It's hard. (laughs) Um, It's hard. It's hard because the first thing I would think is like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving this relationship. Am I going to find somebody else? Oh my gosh, I left my home. Am I going to find somewhere to live? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, I'm just thinking all these things in my head. And I did seek, um, I seeked a professional to work with me. And she, she told me, you know, you have to work on you. Oh, one other thing I want to share with you all too, and then I'm going to wrap this up. I never forget my therapist said this to me. And um, I owe her so much for this. I asked her a question one time in session. Why do I attract people that are similar in personality and that are abusive and just all over the place? She said, you attract what you're used to. And when she said that, I almost fell back in my seat. I was like, can you repeat that? She said, you attract what you're used to. So being with that being said, not disclosing too much right now about my childhood. For those of you who really know me know that I came from an abusive childhood home. Um, If it wasn't for God and my grandmother who raised me truly, I wouldn't be the person I am today. But she was right. And it made me think about that. My mother and my, and our relationship is horrible. And the men that I have dated in my life are similar to the same behaviors that my mother displayed to me. It is so interesting that she said that. So when she said that, it really set me back. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try to be more careful on who I select on being my next partner because I do not want to end up in a toxic relationship. Is that foolproof? No, it's not. Is this relationship I'm in right now perfect? No. Do I think this relationship is going to be a forever, forever? I hope so (laughs) until I die. Um, But we will see. I'm not telling you not to go out here and find someone to be with. I'm not telling you not to be trusting into a relationship. But I'm asking you all to look at the warning signs of a cheater. Because a cheater can kill you. Can kill you. A cheater can change your your mind and mess you up in ways that you never thought you could be messed up, especially if you care about them deeply, you invested in them deeply, and you just put your all in it. If they don't have your back and they're not investing back in you, you have nothing. Walk away. Walk away from the relationship. Save yourself. 
if the person, other person is confronted by you and they're willing to build the relationship up, good. Get some help. Seek out counseling. Or maybe seek out some spiritual advisor to help work with you all to walk through the steps of healing. But again, I cannot, I need to go back and say this. I cannot tell you what to do. You're all adults. But I can say this. Save yourself. Don't stay in this toxic relationship and end up missing out on all your glorious blessings that are to come. And just being able to see life. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Okay, y'all. Tune in next week for a new topic. I got something good uh, to share with you all. I hope you all like my, uh, my podcast. Please leave a comment and follow. All right. Bye.